Hello, this is Nancy Ray, your host for the Rebel Haven podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hello and welcome to the Rebel Haven podcast. This is your host, Nancy Ray. And in today's episode, we are going to be diving into all the fun nuances of the law of attraction. And today's episode was actually inspired by a question I received through Facebook. And this is from Cassandra. And her main question is, how do I talk about an issue or a problem I'm trying to solve in my own life without focusing on it? So there's two concepts that she believes in, but she's struggling to really balance. And the first being, you know, what you focus on, you get more of. And two, stop talking about the things that are problems or bad in order to focus on what you do want more of because what you think about, you will attract. (laughs) So a couple of things before we really dive into answering that question is we get to get clear about what the law of attraction really is and how many different points of attraction we really have. Now, law of attraction is a real thing. This is the understanding that like attracts like, and you can see evidence of this, right? All throughout your life, all throughout your experiences, you can see that. But you can also find contradictory evidence where you're in a really good, amazing mood and you get rear-ended. So how do we get to really reconcile and understand all these different things? So the first thing to recognize is that you have multiple points of attraction and most of them being completely unconscious. Now, part of this whole trip here on the planet Earth is about becoming more aware, more aware of ourselves, coming back into the remembrance of the unity, the oneness, all the fun stuff that we've been hearing from spiritual teachers for you know decades, hundreds of years, actually. Yes, that, that is the point. That's what we're really here about. And so the way that the 3D is currently set up is with this mirroring effect, where you attract something that is a mirror for what you are vibrationally emitting. So that really means that the things that we're attracting into our experience are there to show us what is misaligned within us. That's really what it's there for. So if something's showing up in your experience, that's not an opportunity to judge yourself of, oh, look how off I am. Oh, wah, wah, wah. That is a good thing. If you, whatever it is you're attracting means that you are on path because the real path is oneness, alignment, and coming back into wholeness and unity within. So what we get to do at this point is step back into this concept of neutrality, where you're no longer in judgment and black and white of saying, oh, you attracted cancer. That's bad. That must mean you're not very spiritual or very aligned and you really suck at this whole game. (laughs) That is complete and total bullshit and really, really disempowering to you, to other people, everything. So what we see with this whole understanding of law of attraction movement that's becoming so popular and it's like a biz, big buzz thing out there in the community of people that are seeking higher levels of consciousness is actually using law of attraction to beat ourselves up even more. And then once that happens and we reach this completely destitute point of being so fucking frustrated with feeling like shit all the time that we go ahead 
and just stop believing in it or disregarding it or, or whatnot. So this, I've reached this point several times in my experience when I am really tapped in and tuned into this stream of the collective conscience, where there's a lot of judgment and black and white about, Oh, you attracted this into your life. That's must mean you're bad or stupid or wrong or not evolved enough to actually teach this stuff because you experienced a divorce and divorce is therefore bad. And did, 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 did all those bullshit stories, you guys, all of the collective predetermined perception and opinion about what cancer means. Cancer means this, cancer means bad. That's a whole load of baloney. That's complete and total utter bullshit. And really getting into this place of recognizing and understanding that the human 3D brain that's tapped into the collective consciousness that is very, very asleep. The collective conscience is just a big conglomeration of stories passed down by people stuck in the 3D trying to figure out how this human things works. They're not at all based in or really tapped in, tuned in and connected to true oneness, to like God, spirit, creator, communicating the truth of things. It's just a big conglomeration of stuff being passed down. So when you find yourself tapping into that stuff, just become aware. When you find yourself in a negative judgment about what you're attracting, be aware that that's not you, that's not truth. It's complete and utter bullshit. And it's gonna block you and have you stuck faster than anything else. So let's dive back into this awesome question. I'm so grateful for this. And again, if you guys have questions or things that come up, that's what directs the direction that our podcast goes. And this is a very co-creative community experience. So. The first thing is what you focus on, you get more of. Yeah, sort of. So you have multiple aspects of attraction. So let's say, for example, um, and I, this is not the case for me, but I'm going to pretend like it is, okay? Because I am very well acquainted with my anger. Um, I don't think anger is bad. I don't repress it. I don't have a lot of judgment about anger. And I'm excited. I'm going to be doing a podcast here in the future about anger. Anger is such a beautiful, powerful, gorgeous thing. And we get to recognize that there are shadow and light aspects of all things. And as we embrace the shadow aspects, we create the oneness and wholeness. And that's what transmute us. That's what brings us back into union. So if you struggle with anger, um, look forward to that podcast because that's going to be really, really epic. And if you want to know if you struggle with anger, it's not whether you're an angry person. Uh, Typically, people that experience anger uh, don't have as much quote unquote blocks or stuck energy around anger. It's people who never think they get angry. (laughs) People who think that they're rarely angry. Um, they don't like angry people. They feel scared of angry people or triggered by angry people. And oftentimes these are people that in their childhood had an experience where anger was unsafe, where they saw people use anger in a negative way. And what we get to understand is anger is the body being like pumped full of energy. It's a very moving force. And so these kids in their childhood saw anger as being so dangerous. And anytime someone had anger, they used it in the destructive way versus a constructive way. So anger does destroy, it does break things down. But if you're wanting to break down illusions, if you're wanting to break down bullshit stories, if you're wanting to break down walls that you've built that keep you from really connecting intimately, anger is a great thing to, which is just passing through a state on the emotional scale of frequency, right? There's so many different emotions passing through that, allowing the energy to build within the body. And then through, you know, conscious intention, lovingly (laughs) through love, directing that force into creating the new, right? Um, often we've heard through, you know, all the years about this, this death rebirth process is a very 
powerful but real metaphor of what goes on for us uh, inside our spiritual evolution. There's, there's just, it's not one death, one rebirth. There's tons of them and they piggyback and they, you know, some, some are on a seven year cycle, one year cycle. They're completely and totally sporadic and different. Every unique person has their own unique trip path journey experience. So let's go back to the example. Let's say I'm a person that in my childhood, I experienced anger as being very bad and scary. And is it hurting people and it's not safe? So in that moment, because we each have all things within us, I, I, you know, each of us were born in having both. We all have anger. We all have sadness. We all have joy. We all have all the things in us, right? We all have all things because we're all one and God and all things are all one. Okay. And so we, we incarnate here separate as separate beings to experience for, for God to experience itself through these different aspects. And in childhood, we may have an experience with a certain aspect, a trait, anger. Uh, For me, it was, you know, being provoking, all these different things that we find to be either ourselves to be not okay or the big people in our life, you know, make it not okay for us to be angry. Either way, we see anger is bad in our adult figures and we see that it's harmful. So we disconnect from that aspect of ourselves. We reject it. We repress it. And or maybe we're in our tantruming as a young kid, uh, that feeling space is not honored and it's shamed, right? Whether we're doing the shaming or whether we're quote unquote being shamed, there is a fraction that happens, a, a segmentation of disconnecting from the part of us that is angry. And so we don't acknowledge that part. We disconnect from that part. We ignore that part. So what I want you to see is inside your vibrational field, you could have an aspect of yourself. I want you to see it almost like a separate, um, not personality, but like a separate energy force within your being that is angry, that you are disowning. You're not even acknowledging. You don't even see it's there. Now that piece of anger wants union. It wants to come back into the wholeness. It wants to be accepted and loved unconditionally by you. So what might it do to do that, to teach you that it's there? It may operate as a mirror and attract into your experience dealing with angry people, attracting and uh, you know angry friends, angry partners, uh, you know angry customers, on and on and on, so that you can keep having that button pushed, that trigger pushed, reminding you and showing you that there is somewhere that you are unresolved with the emotion and aspect of anger that exists within you. And once that you see that, you really honor and address it, you you know can embrace and begin to heal and accept and not just accept, but approve of and love your anger and bring it home into you, into that union, it no longer needs to act as a air quote saboteur, sabotaging what you're really wanting to manifest, which is, you know, a loving partner or really gracious customers or whatever it might be. So this is huge. Do you see how understanding this no longer has you in a space of going, why can't I get the law of attraction to work? It's freaking broken or I suck. No. What is the message? What is your soul, your subconscious, all these, like so many different layers and levels and aspects of you wanting to communicate to you through the attraction of this experience? What is the opportunity in it? What is it that you are not wanting to see and acknowledge, accept and embrace and bring home to you? When you ask these questions, everything begins to transform. You will not even, I mean, it is going to blow your mind when you just simply become willing to see what you previously we're not willing to see how much everything opens up for you and the information, the insights, the tools, the people, the blog posts, the podcast, the YouTube, whatever it is that you're needing, the mentors, the guides, the friends will show up to assist you in uncovering it. 
But we often get to start with that willingness of saying, okay, I'm willing to see. I'm willing to see what I was previously not willing to see. I'm willing to have you show me, guide me, leave me there. Okay. And there's this experience of spiritual bypassing or like overriding the experience in the world of law of attraction, which is always feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. And that's bullshit. That's not, (laughs) that's never been the point. And yeah, we want to get back to feeling good because the feeling good place is the indicator that we are aligned, right? That is sort of the compass. But the purpose of a compass is for it to go off when we're off path. So if you're getting mad at the compass and you're like, compass, you're supposed to always be feeling good and you're mad at the compass, you're missing the point. The point of the compass is to assist you in redirecting and realigning. So if you always feel good, then you're never going to course correct. You're never going to realign. You're never actually going to manifest the thing you're wanting to manifest. And to take this a whole nother deeper route for those of you who are ready to receive it. And if you are, it will ping you. And that's great. And if not, just disregard it is recognizing and understanding that the thing that you want is not the, the, the lack of having the thing that you want is not the problem. That's not the actual problem. Okay. That's, that is. The, the desire, the de- desire and the wanting to go for it. You're wanting to go for it because of who you'll become in the process. And by who you will become, it's who you will remember and the bullshit you will unown. It's, it's identifying all the things that are non-self, that aren't really you and getting clear on who you really are and embracing all those aspects of you, bringing them all home and all back into the oneness. Beautiful. The second part of this question, stop talking about things that are problem slash bad in order to focus on what you want more of because what you think about you attract. Now, again, this is based in, before I even go there, I want to address that this entire question, if you guys can feel the underlying tone is fear. So the overall emotion behind this type of question of, am I doing this right or wrong is a fear that you can actually mess it up. And I know this is so subtle. You guys, the things that transform your life and open up new layers and levels of your consciousness are so fucking subtle. People can miss them. This is why people, you know, take one course and think they're done, hire one coach and think they've got it. They don't recognize that this is a, you never arrive on this journey. That's not the point. And you can't unsee what you have now seen. You, you open Pandora's box. It's there. So recognizing that it's a subtle microscopic, minute shift in even what wording you're using to open up the activation and recognizing that it's an entirely completely unique process, person to person. If that was the, if there was only one message I could really get across to you ever is that, that you're going to have your own unique journey and to not make anyone's truth entirely ever your truth. That's not the point. It's always about really connecting into your own inner essence and that own inner guiding voice. Okay. So the subtlety of this being a question in fear, there is a fear and I'm sure you guys can hear it or feel it in, um, how do I talk about an issue or a problem I'm trying to solve my own life without focusing on it? There's a fear that focusing on it is bad. There's a fear that attracting more is bad, which is really, really being in the one perspective, which is valid, which is the 3D. In the 3D of the polarity of our experience, there definitely are things that we can air quote call good or bad or you know negative or positive in our experience. But recognizing at the level of your soul, which is where we want you to be really tapping into trusting your soul journey and the way spirit is guiding you, really tapping into that space lifts your perspective to like a third, third point of view, right? Like a bird's eye view looking down on what you're experiencing, where there's a a different level of objectivity 
and neutrality approaching a situation. So I just wanted to acknowledge that really quickly. So jumping back into the second question she asked is, you know, how do you really solve a problem without talking about it or focusing on it? And this is also, again, really subtle, but I want you to think back on a time when you were having a conversation about a problem in your life or a problem person or, or a struggle or a situation and ask yourself, was I complaining about it? Like just whining or was I in solution mode? Was I looking for a solution? And neither one of them is wrong or right. It's important to recognize that sometimes you just need to be validated in the exact pain, experience, suffering, whatever it is you've manifested and created, just want that to be validated, that emotion. So get that validation. Maybe it's with a counselor, a therapist, a coach, a friend, you know, a, a family member. It, talk about it and get the validation. And then we get to move into solution. That's kind of the next organic phase. Now, if you want to sit there and stay there and keep talking about it and keep talking about it, that's okay. It's important that you recognize that the victimhood energy is not bad, right, wrong, or good. It creates specific results that are less fun generally, but it's actually a stage in the healing process. Just like there are stages of grief, there are stages of empowerment. And one of them is experiencing the contrast, which is the exact opposite, which is victimhood. So I know we're going fast today, but I want you to give yourself permission to re-listen to this as many times as you need to, and also understand that you don't need to mentally understand it. You can just receive the transmissions that's coming through. Okay, good. So you can hold a space of being solution oriented, that being the intention. You know, Albert Einstein said, you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. Good. So what you're going to get to do to do this in an awesome way where you're still actually maybe brainstorming a current issue with whoever's involved, right? Like say it's a business and you want to bring some issue to the board to get all these epic minds, you know, working on the problem. What you can do is you can raise your frequency and your vibration, set an intention of being in solution, even holding the energy and seeing it as if it's already solved and it's already there and also releasing and removing judgment. Because when you resist what is, and you really label it big time as like, put a lot of energy towards it's a problem versus it's a circumstance, right? That you're wanting, you're wanting to, uh, transmute or shift when you can kind of neutralize and soften the energy around that the momentum headed in the direction of recreating the problem and feeding the problem, it goes away and you tap in and tune into, first of all, accepting it. Is it not being right, wrong, good, or bad? tuning into spirit, your spiritual oversoul that you really trust, that you trust that this is in your life right now for a beautiful purpose. And again, this can only happen. You can only go to this place if you first allowed yourself to go to the yucky place. You get to allow yourself to feel frustrated and upset with whatever has shown up to feel like the victim for a second spiritual bypassing and just trying to go around and immediately get into happy, happy. It's all sunshine and rainbows does not honor certain aspects of you that are very, very human. That, that this is their, it's first time here experiencing this. There are so many aspects of you that get to be honored. And some of them are not super epically conscious like your oversoul. So once that's been honored, I want to really, really put that in place here. Once that's been honored completely, which guys honoring it completely does not mean, okay, I'm going to sit with this emotion so that I can get over it. No, you get to completely honor it simply out of pure love, giving it as much focus as it wants without a timeline of like, okay, hurry up, get out of victim energy. This is one of the stages in this process of empowerment. Uh, 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 uh. 
You get to fully, fully honor it and feel it go deep into that place because you will emerge with some epic epiphanies if you will honor it properly, properly air quote, as if you could do it wrong. Okay. So, okay. We got that. Next up, we come to this place where we really tap into our oversoul, trusting that we can't really fuck it up. We can't. And this is all like really, really great. But again, to get to that perspective genuinely, where you're not just like putting a bunch of frosting on top of a cow pie, you get to really, you know, honor the cow pie. And the thing that people get to understand is to honor and shift and release something. You really just get to give it your undivided, unconditional focus, love, and genuine presence. And it begins to release. It really, really does. So once the cow pie is gone, right, then we can really get back into this place of the, um, the, the true truth, right? Because there are things that are true at the 3d level. Someone punches you in the face. You are the victim of that. They were the aggressor, right? You are the victim of that. And we get to put in boundaries and people get to be responsible for the actions. Yeah, da, 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 da. And as much as we can go to a spiritual level and say, I see how this could be a contract or I see how I chose this energetically, blah, 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 blah. At the level of the human, that is not a very helpful thing to say at all. I had some people um, recently, we had a really intense uh, emergent situation in my family with my baby niece. And I had some people right during the trauma drama, when I'm angry and I'm in all these different stages of grief say, oh, this is happening for a reason, you know, just, just trust and release. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like if this was your kid, would you be like, oh, trust me? No, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably be triggered in other human aspects that also get to be honored, right? And uh, bless their heart, right? They're, they're, wanting to, they're, they're wanting to be nice and say nice things and do all of that. And I want you to think on a time when you've experienced a phrase like that, a cliche phrase that did not actually validate you or help you or serve you. It was something somebody said to make themselves feel better and also have them avoid going into the deep pain with you because they don't want to see and deal with your shadow any more than they want to see and deal with their own. The most spiritual, enlightened, powerful people I've ever known can sit with people in their pain, can really go there. But we've got this weird new trend that, you know, in order to be enlightened and all of that, you just cut all the negativity out of your life. Well, I'm sorry if you like just stay totally aligned and you're always super nice because everything in your life is being controlled to perfection so that you don't have to ever experience anything uncomfortable or stressful, then um, you are missing the point, my friends. The point is not to have it be easy right? Like I see some, and and again, everyone's trip is unique and perfect. So even people who want to go sit on a mountain somewhere and, and meditate for years and years and years to find enlightenment, that's their trip. And that's beautiful and great. But what I'm wanting you to understand is it, you can find enlightenment anywhere and everywhere you are. And for some people that's surrounded by screaming kids hanging on them all day. And guess what? When you're in that situation is incredibly triggering (laughs) and that's your refiner's fire is getting to move through and experience those things. The point of this life is not to control all the events to the point. A lot of people see law of attraction as a way of controlling their life to experience the least amount of discomfort and pain. Oh, I'm just going to vibe really great. I'm going to be really happy. You know, I'm not going to look over there at that poor person because that makes me face and deal with some uncomfortable things inside myself. And I'm just going to keep focusing on the mansion and focusing on the beach and focusing on all this stuff. My friends, that is not why you're here on this planet. That is a load of bullshit. Yes, you're an epic creator, but guess what? You on the collective level are just as much a part of the creation and manifestation of the homeless and the starving as anybody else's. And if you are not receiving and looking at what you've manifested and attracted 
collectively as a part of humanity and you're ignoring and avoiding it, you are disconnecting from that aspect of yourself. And guess what? You will probably continue to attract that over and over again, just like my example with the anger situation. You're going to keep attracting it over and over again until you are willing to look at it, see it, heal it, accept it, embrace it, and bring it back into union with yourself. And that, my friends, is really what this is all about. So I answered this question in a million roundabout ways. What I want you to understand and accept and really feel into is the truth that you are experiencing what you're experiencing to lead you back home to oneness within yourself, to coming to a new level and layer of understanding of unconditional love and acceptance. And we often get there through pain, through seeing the opposite, through seeing contrast. So what I want you to do now moving forward, like, some of my favorite things that I would have you take away from our time here together today. And again, I'm so grateful you're here. I feel honored that you're here and that you see and recognize and acknowledge what I'm meant to be doing and the gifts that I have and that you are showing up for yourself and humanity in really creating a more conscious, more connected world. One of the main things I would love for you to take away is the releasing of the judgment of black and white, right and wrong about what people manifest and attract and create. It was so wild for me last spring when I announced my divorce to have so many people unfollowing me immediately. And I'm like, wow, that is really interesting. They just showed me even more of who they are and where they are. They can't look at somebody in a spiritual setting, someone that's a spiritual teacher having human experiences. They can't handle that. They don't, they don't want to confront that within themselves. There's some part of their own humanity that they're rejecting and that they're pushing away. So pay attention to that. All the stuff you feel like you have to just push away out of your life. Why is that? What is it triggering? And again, sitting in the middle of the paradox, I don't want you to feel like you can't create healthy boundaries. Absolutely do that and honor yourself at every step of the way. The main question being, what is the most genuinely loving thing I can do for myself in this situation? And sometimes that is take a break. That is take a break from looking at what's so triggering. That's a great technique as well, right? If you have a problem in your life, take a step away from it for a minute, right? Like, you know, get outside, go take a deep breath, you know, reconnect, realign, and then come back at it with a fresh perspective. There's so much truth in all of those tools, my friends. That's what I want you to hear. There is nothing in this entire transmission that I'm sharing with you (laughs) that I want you walking away with a straight up legit to-do list of like, this is how to handle when I'm not manifesting. No, because there is no one way. What you get to receive in this is awareness, is a new level of consciousness. And then from that place, you will know how to guide and direct your one unique, beautiful, precious life. And that being said, I want to thank you guys for sharing this out, tagging people in it, uh, re-listening to it, letting people know about our Rebel Haven Community Facebook group, um, as well as the podcast that we can begin gathering our tribe of divine rebels here to revolutionize the way that we interact with each other, in business, with our bodies, and with the planet. I love you all so much. And that being said, have a fantastic, beautiful day.